With my man and me from Southside Rabbi, we gonna be talking about this written house of the written situation. Two A, a bunch of other things. I'm talking in code so the video doesn't get demonetized. But before we get into that, my name is Ruslan, and without any further ado, we got my man with the master plan. Yes, sir. A me from Southside <laughs> Rabbi, one half of Southside Rabbi here with me in the flesh. Yes. Uh, thank you for being so accommodating. Thank you for being so gracious Amen. with this amazing space. Our house is your house. I wanted to chat with you, man. Mm -hmm. We've had some beautiful conversations. Yes. You've been on our channel. I've been on your channel. Mm -hmm. I wanted to make sure we did something in person. Uh, you you are uh, very thoughtful, very nuanced, very balanced. Thank you, brother. And your perspective, this stream is called State of the Union. Mm -hmm. And I want to open with this House of the Written <laughs> trial. We're not going to say written. the names. House of the Written. I like trial. Sounds like some Game of Thrones type sounds stuff. Sounds like <laughs> some Game of Thrones. <laughs> Everybody know what we're talking about. Right. Uh, you, mm -hmm. people may or may not know this about you, but mm -hmm. you are a 2A guy. We're I also am. using code. Yes. Hopefully that don't get flagged. Hopefully. We're using code. I, too, am a 2A guy. Yes. I own a few uh, marvels of engineering. <laughs> When it comes to protection of self. Yes, yes. Uh -huh, I like and you that. own some bigger marvels of engineering. I, I own some marvels of engineering as well. Some big, big <laughs> bang bangs. That's code for everything that's, that's going to get demonetized. Right, right, bang, right. the back, not, back, backs, bang, bang, everything, right? So what do you make of this whole Kyle mm. right now? I was talking a little offline yeah. situation. Gosh, I, darn it, I didn't set it. Yes, Gosh. the House of Written. The House of Written. So, man, the reason that it's complex is because it's wrapped in a context. Mm -hmm. That context is coming, uh, that, that context is police brutality, mm -hmm. the issues that we are dealing with in our nation in regards to race and white supremacy, the two, the whole two-way debate, mm -hmm. militias, protests, this is wrapping, the, the issue is wrapped in all of that, mm -hmm. right? This is why I think it's complex. And so you have Kyle Rittenhouse who he is, you know, talking about him and his team are basically claiming self-defense for what happened. Mm -hmm. And I think that in the when you think about the the political context of all of this, it's framed around white supremacy. Mm -hmm. And I understand why, because, man, you have this militia group out here during these protests with AR-15s mm -hmm. claiming that they are out there to protect property, um, render medical aid to those who are in need. Mm -hmm. uh, you have the police, you know, who in the midst of this militia this armed militia being out there is handing out water to them telling them we appreciate you guys all of that stuff was on camera mm -hmm. um and so it seems like you have this 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 predominantly white armed militia mm -hmm. who are um essentially the antithesis to everything that the protesters are representing mm -hmm. right it's not just not just in their presence but also in their ideology and then you have the police mm -hmm. and then you have them kind of seeming like they're they're all buddy buddy together mm -hmm. and then you have uh, an armed militia out there, uh, a member, I guess we could say Kyle Rittenhouse, I think folks who, um, that the militia that was out there, the Kenosha Guard would say that he wasn't really a part of them, but I mean, he was con he was obviously out there linking arms with them. Mm -hmm. Shooting, uh, uh, I think, three individuals, this thing is, is complex because there's so much um, emotion behind all of these different things. So, and then when you're taking it to court, you have the court that is essentially just saying, well, we're just trying to examine in the court of law if this is self-defense and if this is not, right? Mm -hmm. And so it seems like that's what it kind of was. So mm -hmm. you have a lot of folks that are framing Kyle Rittenhouse as a white supremacist. Mm -hmm. You have a lot of folks that are saying Kyle Rittenhouse is not a white supremacist, but then you have white nationalist groups that are also defending mm -hmm. Kyle Rittenhouse. You have militias that are defending mm -hmm. Kyle Rittenhouse saying that he should be free. You have alt-right very extreme far-right groups that are celebrating him, you know, being exonerated. Mm -hmm. uh, so all of that stuff makes this ridiculously complex, in my opinion, and it makes it very nuanced. We have to have a, we, I, I hope we would have a very nuanced conversation when we're discussing, yeah. you know, Kyle, yeah. you know, the I, House I think, of Written. I think kind of something that you're hinting at is the macro conversation mm -hmm. of how people who are coming from a different context are going to look at this and, right. and some of the seemingly double standards right. presented here. Right. And then you have the micro details right. of what happened. And in the middle of that, you have people 
that are just driving their specific narrative right. without slowing down and looking at the details. Yes, very true. And, and on I both sides. From both sides. And right. I shared with you that I think stuff like this, I think stuff like Joe Rogan taking mm -hmm. horse dewormer. Yep, that was crazy. I think stuff like Dave Chappelle is transphobic. Uh-huh. I think this is the kind of stuff that could potentially get people radicalized. Absolutely. Because they'll look at it and they'll be like, you know, headline, white supremacist mm -hmm. shoots people at Black Lives Matter protests. Right, right. Most people don't know that everybody involved is white. Right. Every, right. That, especially those, yeah, those who got shot. Those that got shot. Right, yep. yep. Uh-huh. Most people don't know that no one is no one lived in that specific area. Right, they all they came all from the outside. They all drove 20 to, to mm -hmm. some as far as 45 minutes. Yep, some drove further than Kyle Rittenhouse some did. Some drive further than Kyle Rittenhouse right. did. Uh, they, they, they're not looking at the video, mm -hmm. which shows him getting threatened by right. a man who was just released from a mental institution mm -hmm. for attempting to take his own life, mm -hmm. threatening Kyle Rittenhouse, charging at Kyle Rittenhouse, mm -hmm. Kyle Rittenhouse retrieving, and then finally, after he couldn't retrieve, Firing, opening yep. fire on him. Mm -hmm. And then the sad part is the other two gen gentlemen involved, I think, in their mind, were legitimately trying to stop yes. who they believed was a mass shooter. That's why this is a crap show. Right. The whole situation is a crap show, and one of the things that I will say about the situation is this, in my opinion, is why I feel like trying to open carry at protests mm -hmm. is stupid, yeah. in my opinion. So, so, so here's, here's where we get to the next question. There's a difference between what is legally self-defense right. beyond a reasonable doubt. Absolutely. And what was the smart, wise, moral decision. Right. Absolutely. We can't right. disagree with that. Right. right. And so I think people are looking at it and going, that's immoral. He's there um, uh, making the, the situation more tense right. by just pr being present with right. an AR. Uh-huh. And the truth is there are a lot of people there with illegal firearms. For sure. Right. And, and then there's other people that are... Um, they're, they're not really, uh, they, they are looking at it from, well, he was legally justified in defending himself uh -huh. and anyone else placed in that exact same scenario right. would have probably reacted similarly, uh -huh. My, myself included, right. I'm assuming you included, right. mm -hmm. we're going home to our family today, right. Right? right? That doesn't negate the fact that he was a 17 year old kid mm -hmm. who had no business out there being there on day two. Right. After after things were, were already crazy. burning, super crazy, all right. Right, and so he's there, and I'm not. I don't know his intent, right? right. I don't uh, know. For sure. I don't know if he's there looking to seek thrills, right? I don't know if he's there to administer first aid, right? Right. I don't. I, I I'm guessing it's a combination of the two, right? Like, I think it could be, it could be, right? right? It's like he's 17, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think the dangerous part though is the way it was instantly framed by the media again, I think was very unfair. Mm -hmm. And most people haven't looked at the footage. They don't know the particulars. And mm -hmm. now everybody's just regurgitating an opinion on it. Right. And, and, and again, and this is not a good look for the 2A community either. No, absolutely right? not. So like... And it's not a good look. It's not, And to me, it's also not a good look when the 2A community is not honest about the, the, the wisdom or yeah. lack thereof yeah. behind what... Uh, House of Written did right, right, right. So I, because I feel like for me, I am a person that I would consider myself a part of the two A community. Like you said, I'm, I, I I'm not, I don't, I'm not ashamed of that. I'll mm -hmm. say that openly. Mm -hmm. However, um, I do have significant problems with the two A community. Yep. Me and the two A community have a very uh, dysfunctional relationship, <laughs> right? Um, because the two A community, in my opinion, is definitely also full of white supremacy. Yeah. There's full of folks that, that sympathize with white supremacy and alt-right sentiment. Yeah. One of the things that I've that annoy me about the two-way community, uh, to be honest, though I am I, I still claim to be a part of it, is the what I would call the amount of LARPing, just trying to LARP as a military person. Okay. I see so that, I think that's where all these militias come from. Yeah. You have cats yeah. that want to dress in military gear. They want to come out with AR-15s. They want to yeah. come out with their vest. Yeah. Um, and you have all of these dudes that want to LARP because they yeah. just have some freaking special forces fantasy <laughs> that they never that they never fulfill, right. and they're using this as an as a way to do it. Right. You're not in the military or some somewhere so, somewhere in the military, but but, you're, but but you're not military right. right now. Some some maybe are, yeah. but you are not on military mission, right? You are you you have folks that are not really law enforcement either that like to LARP around in these, and in, in, in so now we're out here as a militia, in camo, yeah. with our vests, with our AR-15s, with our fast tactical helmets on, yeah. and, we, and we're acting like we're, we are military. Yeah. Side, side note, what did you think of the 
no more effing around black militias that showed up to man i also things. i yeah you I, wasn't rocking with that either yeah i, I thought was, that was kind of hard I, I, thought it was cool. <laughs> I, I, the, the, I think that the leader behind it is who i have yeah. issues with which now i guess folks see i think that the guy that the the, the not effing around party leader is yeah. uh i'm saying from a sentiment standpoint but but i, I, I do that was good. i do like to see black folks arming themselves too though yeah, yeah. because it's gonna i think that it's also gonna allow people to see some of the freaking double standards that happen yeah. with black militias and, and white militias but i so, mean so speaking of double standards yeah this is a friend of mine and i'm mm -hmm. gonna have her on the channel again her name is antonio cover i don't know if you're familiar with her no. she's a 2a activist mm -hmm. um she's black uh oh i think uh, i think i know you're antonio, talking about uh -huh. yeah. she's mm -hmm. ama amazing yeah um, i know you're talking about um and so she tweeted this mm -hmm. she said i've said this many times before if Aubrey were still alive, Ahmad mm -hmm. Aubrey, he would have had the case for self-defense. Mm -hmm. I wish he was armed. Mm -hmm. Everyone should be when it comes to protecting their life. Mm -hmm. Just remain consistent with Rittenhouse and Aubrey. They both had the case for self-defense. Right. Mm -hmm. and, I, and, and so she put herself out there because right. she came out initially in the Ahmaud Aubrey case and like scolded the Tatums and the Bryson Grays in a Zoom call. It was like Hotep, Jesus, and all I these. I remember things. that. You remember yeah. that? Mm -hmm. And she scolded them publicly like, why y'all always jumping against the, the, the black dude that right. was shot in these right. situations? Right. Uh -huh. And so she's she's putting herself, I mean, she's just on Tucker Carlson. Yeah. Like she's yeah. in that world. Right. And, and, and I think it serves to me, and there was, I don't know if you saw, this just came out, there was a gentleman named Andrew Coffey mm -hmm. who just got acquitted of murder Similar situation as the mm -hmm. Breonna Taylor situation. Okay. They go into his house. They say I heard they about knocked. That. They didn't knock. Uh -huh. He fires back. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, his girlfriend got killed. He kills one of the police officers and injures multiple others mm -hmm. and got fully exonerated. Right. With a caveat of like a uh, legal gun charge. Gotcha. Right. Same thing with the baby at the, right, wa at right, the Walmart. Right. right? right and there was right, another right, black, yep. black mm -hmm. gentleman. And so I hear the, the double standards. I think there are double standards. And I think yeah. we need to fix those. And this is, I think this is where a lot of people's frustration can be, right? If we're, right. If we're not trying to be more polarized mm -hmm. and we're not trying to be more binary, do you think that in the way this was handled by the media, right. that it's either one, a flat out lie, uh -huh. or two, now we're moving the goalpost for what is and isn't white supremacy. Right. You mean right? so how it's handled by the media as far as them, oh, like from the beginning, talking about it being yeah, white supremacy? Yeah, yeah. And, and there's still, there's elected officials right now. Right, which I think is, is Headlines crazy. right now saying he's a white supremacist and there's no evidence of being a white right. supremacist. This now, is, is, it, is, is there intermingling with yeah. uh, the 2A community and there might right. be some people? But okay. I think that there's also intermingling with like the stuff with him going to the bar. Sure. With the Proud Boys sure, throwing sure, up sure, the OK symbol, sure. singing the Proud Boys. Yeah, and anthem. I don't know. Listen, I don't know a whole lot about that OK symbol. Yeah, that. And I that, don't. And I, I've watched a few things on the Proud Boys, mm -hmm. and I don't know if I could pin them down. They're definitely nationalist, but I don't know if I could pin them down as like they are white supremacists. I think that I think that this is the the trick when you're when, when we're talking about how a lot of these militias form, especially online. Gavin mm -hmm. McInnes, who was the guy that started the Proud Boys. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, definitely a white supremacist. He wrote articles for V Dare. He wrote articles for. I thought he was more of like a um, troll initially, though. He, then he started I, I think, as like but a that, joke. But, see, that, but that's the problem. A lot of white supremacy, especially how it happens online, uh -huh. when you see 4chan, which is which is where the OK symbol started. A lot of and, and when you have folks that get radicalized online, a lot of it comes off as trolling. That's what Gavin McInnes was doing in okay. the beginning. He wrote for American Renaissance, wrote for V Dare, two sites that are clearly anti-Semitic and white supremacists supremacists they don't hide it okay gavin McInnes was a contributor to those sites he also you also have folks that were that are ex-members of the proud boys that there was like a southern af podcast where one of the ex-members was talking about how it was gavin McInnes who got him into the proud boy stuff because they saw because he saw all of the memes and stuff that he was doing essentially talking about how white people were under attack mm. talking about you know just like white supremacy white mm. the, the white man is you know the white race is kind of um under siege mm. that's the kind of stuff that Gavin McInnes was pushing. Now he handed proud proud boys off to Enrique, the Cuban dude. Right, the Cuban dude, yeah. Um, and so and now Enrique is kind of more so like, oh well, we're a little bit more benign than people try to make us seem seem to be. But that's the problem with that's why it when you research a lot of these groups, mm -hmm. especially how they engage online, mm -hmm. they troll a lot. And a lot of their trolling is full of um racial meaning mm. some of it is explicit some of some of it is implicit mm. and when they get pressed 
they say, oh, well, we're just trolling or this is just an internet thing or it's just, but it, but it, same thing with the Boogaloo Boys. Like all of that stuff was like online, like message board type stuff until it started turning into real dudes walking around with Hawaiian shirts carrying AR-15s. Then they were like, oh, well, we're also not white supremacists. Then you got Boogaloo Boys shooting police, doing a whole bunch of mm -hmm. other extreme stuff, writing Boogaloo Boys on the hood of cars and blood. So like, it, uh, uh, that's why it, when you have, Folks that say that, like, oh, well, you know, it's not really white supremacy. I'm like, I get that. Mm -hmm. But I also understand how people can think that when you have somebody in a bar with Proud Boys singing the anthem, throwing up the OK sign, mm -hmm. which a lot of folks would say stands for white power. Then you have a lot of folks that would, you know, say, well, the OK sign is just a troll symbol, the troll liberals and mm -hmm. all of that stuff. But when you see that kind of stuff, it makes you say, well, what the heck is going on here? Like mm -hmm. <laughs> you're out with the Kenosha Guard militia. Yeah. Um, you, you, you know what I'm saying? So all of that stuff can feel like it feels like you're playing fast and loose with some of these sure, white sure. supremacy groups, sure. but we can't say it for sure, right? right? right and right, so, right, right. I, and, and, and that's why I won't go as far as to say Kyle Rittenhouse is a staunch white supremacist. Right. Like, I would not say that, right. but I understand why there is suspicion. Sure. And, that, and, yeah. and, and I think that a lot of the suspicion, though, has, especially in the media, turned into just kind of solidified, concrete, like, judgments about sure. who he is, yeah. which yeah. I don't feel like is right. If folks are going to ask me what I think about the Rittenhouse situation, I think that it was self-defense. That's what I think. I mean, I think it's clear in the video. I have my own opinions about him being there, why he was there, how stupid that was. I don't know his intent. Um, even if his intent was malicious, like... In the video, he's clearly, especially when he engages the first guy, he's clearly literally running, running away. Yes. Like I like I, I don't there's no way that we can paint that any differently. The man is literally retreating. Yes. Right? Yes. And then he gets to a point where he has to use a firearm. He's retreating again after that. Yeah. Now, I this is why it's a crap show. After he shoots the first guy, mm -hmm. Everyone is gonna. Everyone is looking at him like this freaking white supremacist militia guy, this AR-15, just killed one of the protesters. So now they're thinking we gotta get this yeah, guy yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah. they're thinking this is like a this this is a white supremacist man that came here opened fire on one of our people killed right. him now we have to right. you know punish this dude right. so i get it so now they're like chasing right, him down right, 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 he's right. running you know what i'm saying he he, he trips and falls mm -hmm. the dude tries to hit him with the skateboard he wasn't very I, quick by the way he wasn't very fast he wasn't he's not he's not an athletic, he's not an athletic guy yeah. all right i was we, expecting we, 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 him to have a little was, more no, juice he tripped over himself he's, he he's not an athletic himself. guy but i mean then you when he falls you got the dude that tries to hit him with the skateboard mm -hmm. I, I was a skater for a number of years fam you can hit somebody in the head with a skateboard yeah. and kill them yes. it's not it literally like metal trucks yeah. on there the yeah. wood and he swung that skateboard really hard i mean yeah. you could see the stills and everything he was like trying to rock him and he kind of missed him a little bit yeah. so he's trying to hit him with the skateboard you know Kyle Rittenhouse opens fire on that dude the other dude the other dude which a lot of folks don't think talk about mm -hmm. the other guy that got shot in the arm pulled out the pulled the out gun. a Glock yeah yeah specifically a Glock yep. Kyle Rittenhouse saw that shot him yep. you can see and you can also see the photo of him holding his arm as he shot with the Glock in his hand right. so now folks could say well maybe he's he's pulling out the Glock because he's under the impression that Kyle Rittenhouse now that he's defending himself right because right, right, right. right? he just shot somebody now well, he's everybody's thinking, acting in this is why the protest <laughs> and guns are, yeah. are, are 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 it's a crap show yeah. because yeah. I I can understand like if I would probably maybe think the same thing if I if I'm out here protesting, you know, for black lives mm -hmm. and I see that there's a predominantly white armed militia out here protesting against us. Mm -hmm. I just see that this dude shoots somebody. He's running away. I'm armed. Mm -hmm. I may think, oh, mm -hmm. I need to. What's going on? Are they shooting people now? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's what I'm. Th is it is it turning into that? Yeah. So I can understand that the other dude may be thinking, OK, is yeah. it that? You right, know what right, I'm saying? Right. And then so then Kyle Rittenhouse sees this dude with the Glock. He shoots him. Yeah. I get it. It's yeah. it's going to be self-defense. Yeah. I think the dangerous part is in making him a hero. Who? Or, or uh, Kyle. Kyle. Yeah. Or making him the villain. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's, I think, it's, I think yeah. that's the part where I'm like, ah. I can't. It's not either or, in yeah, my cause, opinion. Cause, and, and, and so let's just like flip it for a second. Right. Right. If uh, uh, a woman is, is in a situation and she gets attacked and mm -hmm. shoots off her right. attacker. Right. Right. If anyone were to say, well, her, she was wearing a skirt. Right. Or she was asking for it. Or she sent mixed none signals. Of yeah. None of that. None of that right? matters. It would be like, what is the particulars of the situation? None she was attacked. Matters. She defended herself as right. she should. Right. right. My question to you is, when we see the president mm -hmm. saying white supremacists in a campaign ad. A, and a, cutting about to, Kyle Rittenhouse. And cutting to him, Kyle yeah. Rittenhouse. Yeah. Do you think he has a case for defamation? 
Because there was remember CNN settled that case yeah. with that with that uh, kid I think from there, Kentucky. There could be a ca- there could be a case for defamation for sure. There might be something there. I, I think Kyle Rittenhouse is probably going to get paid. Yeah, I think he's um, getting um, yeah. paid. Bro. I, I, his college education is going to be paid for. I think that what you said about trying to portray him as the hero or the villain is dangerous on both sides. Right. I I feel that too. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I have my own opinions about what could be going on with Kyle Rittenhouse. Like. Yeah. And by the, the way, he's the not getting up with. You he's know, not getting out of this unscathed. That no. kid has PTSD. Yeah, he's dealing he's with this for the rest of, of his life. And, and I think that there are some legitimate questions that need to be asked about his ties to his celebration with with Proud Boys. His okay, what the the question I say that what I would say is, what is? So you're thinking about the okay power symbol. Mm-hmm. The question I would have is, what is that, bro? Yeah, I don't know. So, no, that's so what I'm, I'm saying. Yeah, like, I'm not, if I'm talking if you to, were to Kyle ask, Rittenhouse, yeah. I'm saying, is there, is there, is what, there, what, 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 what is that? Why? Yeah. What, what is? What is the Proud Boys right. anthem being sung in a bar? Yeah. What is y'all taking the okay? Yeah. What? And so even if you're not doing it for white supremacy, you obviously you're know trolling it's a or troll, something. It's, yeah. it's a troll yeah, yeah. mechanism. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's why. It, and, and this is it, this. This is still in the middle of the case. Yeah. So in so when this I, is like a couple right, weeks after. After right. So this is why I'm saying like when I look at that stuff, I'm sorry. I'm just saying that's the kind of stuff that it made me say no that's a good point what is that picture is a good point because i don't know you're saying it's either a troll right. towards white supremacy right. or it is full-on right. uh uh right. a white power and sometimes symbol they intermingle. and sometimes they intermingle yeah those, and fo- sometimes, those folks that and, do that throw the okay sign yeah. know that folks think it's a white supremacy sign and, and it, sometimes it life imitates art right you know Absolutely. what i mean i don't think there's a lot of wisdom exhibited right. in this it's like what me and me and kb always say this we, we, and we usually say it when we're when we're being funny but we we mean it i always say what when we say what is that we'll usually say it's not nothing that's, that's what we say it's what not i nothing. would that's say fair. is that it's not nothing mm-hmm. so I, I don't know what it is but it's not nothing yeah. Yeah. so obviously if you are throwing up the okay symbol, mm-hmm. you either are trolling or you're throwing it up for white supremacy. But even if you're not throwing it up for white supremacy, if you're throwing it up to troll, yeah. there's no way in my mind that you do not know that the trolling behind this is that you all know that people think yeah. it's usually something to incite yeah. the left, the leftists. That's, That's, That's what a lot of the, the message board people do. Mm-hmm. A lot of folks post memes. They do all that stuff to trigger the leftists. Yeah. So even if you're not doing it specifically to be like white, white power, which is what it's supposed to be like the white, the WP, if, if even if you're hmm. not doing it like white power, you have to know that that is what folks are going to think, though. And you're trolling because you think it's funny. Yeah. And that's usually how the white supremacy message board online troll community works. Mm, okay. And that stuff trickles down into freaking real life, man. Yeah. I've seen it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what the Boogaloo Boys thing does. That's when you 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 can come. I live here in Florida. We you can come in contact. I come in contact with people that believe this stuff online, bro. Yeah, yeah, here. Yeah. Um, that's a good point. No, that's, it, that's it, 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 it could be real dangerous. So I always say what is that it's not nothing it's and, not nothing. and you know that's so. fair i'm with you I, th- I think that's fair i think there wasn't a lot of wisdom exhibited in this situation yeah not at i don't want to judge his parents for sure um i think his dad lived in kenosha i think he mm-hmm. had a lot of family living in kenosha and then he lived with his mom 20 minutes away right, right. but my my question is like who's like let's send our 17 year old <laughs> to this to this volatile protest right with a ar-15 right Right. With with the armed militia, yeah. I just it never to me goes well when you are saying this. You're going to a protest that's already out of control. Right. Just the night before, crazy. Yeah. Now we're going to show up with AR-15s. Now yeah. we're going to show up there and we're going to say we're protecting gas stations that we don't freaking know. Right. Own. We're we're protecting businesses. And, and I don't understand how one can say that that is going to end well. Yeah. It never. Yeah. It usually never does. Yeah. I think I think that's that's again. There's a difference between the legal definition right. and like wisdom. We're just talking now. We're in the wisdom area. Now we're in the wisdom area. Right. And I'm but with legally, you I don't think any of us are showing up. Like I'm no. not. I went to. I went to some Black Lives Matter protests. Yep. But when Likewise. if they were turning violent, which thankfully none did in San right. Diego. Like I'm not pulling it's, up. It's what like like for instance, we had one here in Tampa mm-hmm. after. Um, I think it was after Ahmad Arbery. Mm-hmm. The 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 protest got out of hand. They burned down a Vietnamese restaurant that's across the street from a church that from uh, crossover, crossover church. Yeah, we yeah, Pastor, Pastor Tommy pointed it out today. Yes, and that Vietnamese restaurant had nothing to do with nothing. They they were friends of the church. They they participated in ministry events with them. It was crazy. They burned down that. They burned. They looted a Footlocker. All that stuff. I had a friend that showed up to the protest, and he said, "This is this is this should be all of our minds, right?" He showed up to the protest like, "Okay, I'm here to protest, here to stand up for Black Lives." And he said he saw this white kid pull up next to him in a gas mask with like some materials and he was like 
Hold up. I'm, I'm not out. here for that. Right? <laughs> right. He was like, I don't, know what's, I don't know what's going on here, but I'm not here for that. Yeah. So he kind of was like, I think that it's time yeah. to exit stage left. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that I think that you can you can kind of, you know, you're using wisdom. Yeah. You're like, okay, I'm here yeah. to protest. And then you see cats show up with gas masks or you see cats showing up with AR-15s. Yeah. It's kind of like, yeah. I think it's time to exit stage well, left. Well, let me, this, let me, let me, let me, let me throw scenario. a curveball at no, you. No, go ahead. I, 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 we, we, we probably remember the famous Malcolm X quote about white liberals. Yes. Right? Being wolves. Yeah. And there was a New York Times mm -hmm. video, doc, like a little, little docu-series that just came out recently. I don't think I sent it to you guys, but uh, it was about how white liberals that are upper class never live out their progressive politics. That's very true. And it was so it was so infuriating because it was about Palo Alto uh -huh. in northern in, in central Bay Area, uh -huh. California, my father in law's uh -huh. from. And it was like, yo, we want right progressive values, affordable right. housing. <laughs> right. And they're like, in Palo Alto, Silicon Valley area, San Francisco, every time they had an opportunity to build multi-unit family housing so they could have affordable housing there. Right. The they white liberal down. elite kept voting against yeah. it and building more right. single family homes. Right. And they kept using these examples repeatedly of how the white liberals uh -huh. completely don't live out their politics. Absolutely. I, I, especially the elites. Yeah. Absolutely. And That's so, why, and, yeah. so and so and so I would then beg to 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 say a lot of these protests gone violent mm -hmm. seem like they go up when the when the white kids from the suburbs pulled up, well, I I definitely and can, I don't want to use the generality. I definitely could attest to that in Tampa. Okay. I mean, like, like friends that I know that went to that protest said, "Look, we were there. Yeah. It was white kids that showed up in gas masks mm -hmm. and all that." I mean, you saw that with with some of the other protests too. Like when I, I forget what protest that was when there's the video the black the black uh, lady and her friends trying to stop those white kids from destroying that Starbucks, mm -hmm. and she was like, "They're gonna think it's us. They're yeah. gonna think it's us. You guys are doing it." Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but when it goes on the news, it's going to be yeah. us yeah. that they're gonna think is doing this yeah. My, my, so yeah. my buddy trey little was in detroit mm -hmm. and i don't know if y'all know who trey little is he's like a tiktok star okay cool dude christian dude okay and he was in, in in detroit at the the protest going to school with the black police officers right yelling at these kids that drove out from the suburbs like y'all ain't from here right like, like what, what are you doing, doing? Right. you know what right. i'm saying and yeah. i'm not saying it was only white liberal kids yeah that that like rioted right i'm just no. saying that the, the, the part that becomes, I think, infuriating mm -hmm. is that sometimes white liberals will overcompensate. Absolutely. Everything, Absolutely. everything is white supremacy. I have definitely seen it. Everything is transphobic. Mm -hmm. Everything is, is homophobic. Right. A and it's just like, we just going to create the most safest place. Right. You know what I mean? And right. it's like, fam, like... Stop it! Yeah. Like you're 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 doing too much. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> you hear me. Like, yes. and they start convoluting stuff. Like, right. like two uh, A is white supremacy. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Dave Chappelle used white privilege in his new stand up. Right. That was uh, NPR actually printed that. Does it make any sense? Dave Chappelle yeah. used white privilege, right? And it's like when I have these conversations with my black brothers and sisters, right. They're not on that no. energy. Like right. they're more like what? That's also huh? the danger of let of 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 white progressives um steering the conversation mm. that's also what happens too is that white progressives come into this thing and they say we're we are going to advocate for black people but we're also steering the ship mm. so we're, we're why gonna, don't we let black people advocate for black people <laughs> right like that's what black people say right let us let right. us you know that's that's part of that's part of what we say about white supremacy is that white supremacy assumes authority mm. even in liberal even on the left side left. even on the left side even from white Sheesh. even from white folks that actually talk a, about white supremacy it, you can still see that they could actually in a very real sense exhibit it mm. by assuming authority sometimes not even recognizing that that's what they're doing wow and then taking over the conversation wow you know what i'm saying so 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 for the for the white brothers and sisters watching here just just to recap mm -hmm. mean has agreed and and clearly stated that in the rittenhouse situation when you look at the particulars it i was, think in a court it, of law self-defense absolutely okay. um he's he's consistently made several points however could you speak to why the macro of this can sometimes be viewed different mm -hmm. by black people versus white people. Right. Right. And um, wh wh why it's viewed different in that, and, and even in that, that the black people aren't a monolith, mm -hmm. right? Like it's mm -hmm. not just 
one type of thinking right. and that it, you the, the perspective is different you're you, you're not ice you don't always get to isolate right and the particulars are different and so because i think people are disconnecting that and they then they assume that like oh well, all black people were just fed the, the, the liberal media narrative and they just believe it and by the way there are definitely some people that just went whatever the narrative said right and then there were some of the people that hit me up and was like hey i don't quite understand this can you explain it to me right you know what I mean? and i posted that colio new york video right. and i had a bunch of folks that were like Bro, thank you. This right. actually made a lot of sense. I feel much more at peace at the, uh, of this verdict, even though I still think there's some some double standards. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. can you just speak to that? Mm -hmm. um, just just to give help people get some context yeah. on that historically and, and yeah, how you see I, fit. I think that um, when you think about what it means historically in America for black people to arm themselves, mm -hmm. it's usually always seen as a threat against whiteness, mm. and it's always uh, it's always stamped out. And there's so, been illegal. There's been laws limiting black people. Oh right. I mean, themselves. literally, even and, if you want to talk about our our inception here, yeah. 1619. Yeah. First of all, of course, one of the main things that they wanted to do was keep guns out of the hands of slaves. Mm. It's one of the biggest. It's actually one of the biggest reasons why I it it baffles me that black folks are not super pro 2A. Pro 2A. You would think because, they would be. Yes, because usually what we have seen is that whatever was kept away from us to empower us. When it comes to defending ourselves, one of those, one of the things that was kept away from us that would empower us when it comes to defending ourselves is voting. Mm. When we get that right, we are very like staunch about it. Like, mm. no, we need to vote. We fought for this right to vote. Mm. It is our right to, to to have our own voice. These are the things that we do. But the same thing happened with guns with us mm. is that guns were systematically kept out of our hands for mm. a very, very long time. Mm -hmm. And um, even if you want to get into what happened with the Black Panther Party, I know Kalyan Noir has like a different take on what happened with the Mumford Act and stuff. I disagree with him and folks like Maj Ture with that. I do think that what we saw that happened in California with the Black Panthers was definitely uh, racially motivated when it came to these restricting gun laws happening when the Black Panthers were carrying them, when they went into the courthouse with them, um, and then the whole Mumford Act thing happening. Um, and so I think that what we've seen is that throughout history when black folks have armed themselves, it's always been either there's always been efforts to actually limit it or there's always been efforts to show black folks arming themselves as a threat to society, mm. not necessarily the same as white folks being able to arm themselves to protect themselves because it's an American right. And I would even say a God given right mm. to protect yourself. Mm -hmm. Right. Amen. And so you have people thinking about that, mm -hmm. that you have folks that say, if this was a black man, this would have gone differently, right? Mm -hmm. So you have folks that would say stuff like that. You th we're thinking about that. Mm -hmm. Then we're thinking about what happens when it comes to um, white individuals that can engage in violent uh, crimes or things of that nature that get exonerated all of the all of the time when when black folks don't we think about the 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 type of things that has happened with white supremacy and policing we think about this house of written thing happening in the context of black protest mm. and then predominantly white counter protesters mm. coming in and then that clash happening mm -hmm. and then Kyle essentially being a part of that group of folks that are opposing the protesters and not just opposing the protesters but opposing the ideology and the sentiment behind why folks are protesting mm. because uh, uh, um, a black man a black man has been you know his life has been taken or or he has uh, uh, been assaulted and this system of white supremacy doesn't render this man justice as it should mm -hmm. you have those counter protesters that are coming in not just saying we're counter protesting the idea of folks coming out here and rioting mm -hmm. but they're also counter protesting the idea behind folks protesting in the first place mm. and that's because black lives mm. do matter i'm not talking about the organization i'm talking about the sentiment mm -hmm. that we are out here protesting because black lives matter and there needs to be justice rendered to black folks that you know we've we've seen folks being able to kill black folks with impunity for decades and it's still happening in my opinion in 2021 folks are going to disagree with me on that but it still happens and there's data that backs that up and so when you see that that house of written is a part of the bigger macro idea of countering the ideology in regards to justice for black people mm -hmm. that makes this situation a bit more complex when people actually come in and come in and see it mm -hmm. because you're saying you have to separate it like you said folks would have to separate it from what is kyle rittenhouse standing for mm -hmm. right what is he out here protesting against mm -hmm. 
Um, and then what happened with him in the situation in which he had to fire his AR-15? Mm-hmm. Those are two totally different things. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they, they, they go together, but trying to determine what should be done about both are different. Mm-hmm. That's why I say I think that Rittenhouse was defending himself. That's going to be self-defense. Mm-hmm. I don't see any other way that you can paint that. Mm-hmm. The man tried to retreat. People were assaulting him, mm-hmm. and the assaults that were, the assault that was being brought against him could have been deadly, and he defended himself, mm-hmm. plain and simple. Yeah. But that's a different debate on whether or not I would think that Rittenhouse is right for being out there kind of mm-hmm. as an anti-protester to the ideologies of justice that needs to be rendered to black folks who have been assaulted mm-hmm. or killed by at the hands of maybe a white police officer or another white person. Yeah. And whether or not justice needs to needs to to come forth, that's a different discussion. So, and I would probably, most likely, I guarantee you that me and Kyle would be on two opposite sides of the spectrum on that, right? And so, I think that all of that is coloring this situation. And then you have media mm-hmm. <laughs> that is going to come in on both sides, and you're going to have one media that's going to come in and say this is nothing but white supremacy. Mm-hmm. You're going to have another media person that's going to come in and say this is a person that was standing up for himself, and also, you know, it's he's legitimizing his position in regards to these protests mm-hmm. and 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 what's going on and they're going to co-op uh they're going to co-op Rittenhouse Rittenhouse himself and his protest as a protest against Black Lives Matter, right? Yeah. So Yeah, I think I think that's a I think that's a that's a good synopsis. I think the tough part for me that I struggle with, and me mm-hmm. and Zach were talking about this is like, hey, if 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 the if the two A community or the NRA wants right. to be known and, and doesn't want this kind of messy affiliation, right? Right? Why was there not a bigger uh, them coming out in support of uh, Andrew Coffey? Right. right. Or why was the, why were they not coming out more in support when these situations happen? Um, or the, or what happened with Breonna Taylor? Breonna Taylor, uh, which which uh, Fernando Castile, yeah, Fernando Castile. To Colonel New York's credit, mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. did come out and I think got yeah, it right and, and in I, both I, of those I, situations. I love, I love that Kalyan Noor came out about it, yeah. but Kalyan Noor comes out, this is my disagreement with Kalyan Noor, he mm-hmm. comes out about it and says, I said something about it, so there are people, and I'm like, that's not the point, you're one black person one, in 2A, yeah, yeah. bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. we're asking is, why aren't, why the, the, isn't the, the, the bigger why community, isn't, bro, the greater yeah. Yeah. 2A yeah. community, I'm in it, yeah. I'm in it, bro. Yeah. They are not passionate about Breonna Taylor's boyfriend being able to defend himself. They are not passionate about the coffee situation, and they are not that gets to my point of what I was saying about that's my gripe with the two-way right. community is that right. they are right. they have sentiments they are they cozy up to the idea of white supremacy in my opinion yeah. that that not or, all or, of them or at least it appears that way it appears that way the, to me and I've seen I mean I've yeah. seen it bro yeah, yeah. I, it's I've been dog I've seen it yeah. I have yeah. literally seen it bro yeah. like being in the community it reminds me of like what we talk about when it comes to politics in America, mm-hmm. right? Christians getting involved in politics. The, the Christianity that we are given in America, this may be a little side note, to me is a package deal Christianity. Mm-hmm. It's a Christianity that is given to us with conservative right-wing politics attached to it. It's not given, it's, it's not given to us uh, with this kind of objective like uh, lens in which we are coming into politics with a biblical ethic saying who is right and who is wrong. Mm-hmm. It's already being given to us to silence with right wing right, right, right. uh philo- with right wing philosophy mm-hmm. when it comes to politics yeah and that's and that's messy and, and i don't i don't understand why that's a that's always been a thing yeah it, it, well it's always been a thing because a lot of the the christianity that's been founded in america has a lot of the times been founded by those who were freaking white supremacists mm. And a lot of the conservative ideology comes out of defending that white supremacy. I'm not saying that all conservatives are white supremacists. Yeah. I would be labeled a social conservative. That's yeah. what, I, and I would most likely label myself a conscious conservative. Yeah. Yeah. However, our ability to be myopic about what how politics has been framed for Christians in America is ridiculous because we have to also think about how Christianity has been fr- framed in America. And Christianity has been framed in America with white supremacy attached to it since its inception. Mm-hmm. There's no way we could get around that. I don't, there's no way that we could talk about that any other way. Our Christianity in America came with a Christianity that mostly, not all of those folks, but mostly approved of the slave trade, mostly participated in it, mostly created theologies to justify it, and it continued to evolve over time. Also, those theologies that justify it also came with a social political ethic that justified it, and that social political ethic is still here. It just looks different. And it it, it evolved, right? It evolved, So so like Jonathan Edwards... Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Who's a big reformed hero? Right. Um, I believe had slaves. Right. 
but then like his son right was an was an was an anti yeah he was anti slavery right yep. mm -hmm. and so and i think in the same way uh if you look at the the, the kind of the formation of the religious right and right. and, and jerry falwell yep. and paul wayrick and they yep. they uh Paul Wayward was, I mean, he was a full-on, like, segregationist. Right. You know, and people, a lot of people and don't Jerry know. And Jerry Falwell Sr. as well. Is, is people, segregationist. Yeah, his and, school and, was segregated. Yeah. And, 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 and Bob Jones <laughs> University. Man's man, 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 school was segregated. Yeah. When they started letting yeah. black people come there, he said, y'all can come here as long as y'all are married because we don't want y'all marrying any of these single white women in our yeah. school. Bob, Bob Jones University banned uh, uh, interracial dating until the year 2000. Yep. Yes. You know? yep. And so I, I think people don't quite understand. They don't understand that their politics comes from those that, guys. That, that, yeah, like the, the family tree yes. of, of the religious right yes. is is not okay. Yes. You know what I mean? And, 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 and to be fair, there's all kinds of wonky stuff on the left and with Democrats right. as well. Right. But, but I think it, it, it goes back to this like Right that, or left, Democrat, Republican, binary, and, and yeah. I think people were like, "Yo, they're they're all trash." That's what <laughs> like, I mean. It's and, all bad. And it's so crazy because me and KB get the rap because they, folks ask us, "Why do you all speak so hard, so much so against the right?" Y'all say anything? Y'all don't really say a lot about the left. Mm -hmm. And I always say this. I, my, my answer is always going to be the same. I do always. I do critique the right more than I critique the left. I have no shame in saying that. The reason why is because the right are those who claim to be the moral majority. Yes. They are the ones that are claiming for the most part that their politics is consistent with a biblical ethic. The left, by and large, don't claim don't that. Do that yeah. You'll find some that might, yeah. but by and large, that is not what they claim. The left is usually secular. They're postmodern, uh, atheistic. They don't hide it. They're humanistic. They don't hide it. They mm -hmm. say it. They're very open about yeah. it. The right, uh, the right on a other hand are usually always linking their politics to christianity and and so if i am a christian which i am i am going to critique the party the most who claims that their that their political and social philosophy is representing christianity and i see that it's inconsistent with christianity yeah. i am going to critique them the yeah. most yeah. the left is a given yeah. i don't have to tell y'all that the left is secular y'all yeah. know that yeah. but yeah. but but the problem is is that when we critique the right folks automatically assume oh so y'all must be the left is like that too what about the left why don't y'all must be leftist then y'all must be and it's like no i don't care about right or left i care about up which yeah. is the kingdom Amen. and the and i think that the kingdom ethic the kingdom ethic will come to the table and say this is where the right has it right yep. this is where they have it come wrong on. this is where the left has it right this is where the left has it wrong yep. I, it, there is not beholden to any party yeah. and like we said before even in our podcast folks always try to co-op jesus for their thing even come in the on. gospels come the on. pharisees try to do the same thing hey jesus is it this this mm -hmm. is it this they try to co-op them for their own for their own religious power yeah. then you have other folks that try to co-op jesus for their own cultural power mm -hmm. and jesus always says i'm not with you i'm not with you i'm here Yep. He always bought the bomb down from folks on both sides and nobody could co-op Jesus and make him their mascot for anything. He was he was a champion of the kingdom. Yeah. And what I feel like we've seen on the right is that we have the the we see that folks on the right has made Jesus a mascot for American nationalism, yeah. patri uh, American patriotism mm -hmm. and conservative political philosophy that I think that if Jesus was here, he would say some of this conservative political philosophy is trash. It's yeah. totally against yeah. the kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. Just like a lot of the stuff on the left is trash and totally against the kingdom but the right says no no he's on our side hey, free smoke, free smoke. And, and and so i i don't i i can't get down with patriot jesus and in the 2a community <laughs> bro in the 2a community jesus is a american patriot yeah, i go yeah, to gun yeah. shows you can see shirts with jesus holding the ar-15 you can see people uh putting bible verses on top of what it means to protect themselves with firearms yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy, <laughs> and it drives me nuts as a Christian. If you, if 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 you, if you had the choice, and you could empower people to defend themselves and be armed, right? Would you prefer that? Would if, you prefer, if I had the choice, yeah. Would you prefer more people be educated on firearms? Arm, absolutely. And, okay. I am a proponent of people owning firearms, Come especially on. black people. I think that if we want to talk about white supremacy, one of the biggest forms that we've seen of white, of white supremacy, just to be honest, is seeing folks keep guns out of the hands of black people. Mm. So I feel like if you are pro-black against white supremacy, you would also be pro-2A. Mm. Folks let all of the racism and kind of coddling of white supremacy ideology within the 2A community, black mm -hmm. folks let that scare them away from that. Like, oh no, that's the white racist community. Mm -hmm. However, would you say that about America? Right. Right. right? Like, yeah. like, oh, this is the white racist nation, so let's kind of disengage. No. 
I believe in I believe in reengaging, and there's also people in the two A community that get it. I am a proponent for folks being armed. I think that we should have the the right to protect ourselves. I do think that being armed should come with limitations, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not like a guy that's like, oh, we should be able to own every weapon on a. I should just be able to freaking have a bazookas, yeah, like freaking rocket tanks. launcher under my bed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, but I do have friends that believe that. I have like some good libertarian yeah. friends that are like, we should be able to own whatever the heck we yeah. want. Yeah. Um, I, I disagree with them there, but I am a proponent for arming yourself. I am a. Pro- I, I am very much so against folks taking away. Um, um, our rights to to possess firearms. I think that the stuff that Joe Biden just passed with the with the AR-15 braces is stupid and ridiculous. Um, I think that uh, I have a I have a good friend that works for the ATF, and he's just like, we don't we think that this is stupid and ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I. Um, yeah, I'm definitely I, I think, a proponent for I, arming I, and educating I, yourself I about think, firearms. I think when I see and not to totally switch topics, but no, I think ahead. when I see situations like Dolph, when I see situations like Nipsey. When I see those type of situations, that makes me want to speed up my conceal and carry process. Yeah, man. You know I, what I mean? Because you just, one, that's in his own hometown. That's where right. he frequented. Yep. And the envy and jealousy is crazy. And that's granted, what rappers I don't, in general. Yeah, I don't know all the particulars of his, how he was moving right, and all that right. kind of stuff. But some of my understanding to do was trying to make a change he right, was trying yeah, he was yeah. trying to give i think he was gonna give away two thousand turkeys that right, same yes, day, and his, his, day his homeboy still did it after he died yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and so when i see stuff like that i'm like man i much rather people learn proper gun safety yes proper gun etiquette so we're doing stuff around the house and y'all might think this is crazy mm-hmm. but my, I, my children are learning trigger discipline i think that with, that's amazing with, with their nerf guns yes you know what i mean so like teach you got them. your nerve gun move that move that move your finger off the trigger yes. until you're ready teach to, these kids to yes. shoot. yeah and so so i i, I would and this is again this is this is the 2a in me but i would prefer more people have, I, I have discipline yeah. and shoot and understand that and not less because you know what, what what's the, the most fast way to neutralize a bad guy with a gun is a good guy. It is. <laughs> to be honest, if I could be honest, I know we're going on different subject here, but I, I could talk about anything with you, bro. I think that if we're honest, there is a media narrative against guns though. Yes. Because, because there are hundreds of thousands of videos that you can watch of folks defending themselves with firearms and others mm-hmm. saving lives mm-hmm. because they they were armed mm-hmm. you never see that in mainstream media mm-hmm. ever mm-hmm. the one the one popular video that just happened was the the dude that walked in the, there's it's it's been viral i don't know if you've seen it but there the dude that just walked in this barbershop and shot the barber mm-hmm. he the dude was getting his haircut guy walked in the barbershop shot over the dude in the chair shoulder shot mm. the barber killed him oh no the dude in the chair kind of the, the guy with the gun told the dude to get out the chair like move out the way essentially i'm trying to kill this guy mm-hmm. the dude gets out of the chair he draws the firearm kills the shooter mm-hmm. in the barbershop right mm-hmm. unfortunately the barber died though mm-hmm. because you know he got the drop on him but uh and, and then the guy in the chair actually ended up being an off-duty police officer but you don't hear that too much here in tampa there was a a, a case where uh this uh husband and wife was in the house husband went out to the car to uh i get i think like get some water or something out the car his wife is pregnant she's like eight months pregnant i mean like literally about to have a baby mm-hmm. guy walks up to the husband outside pistol whips him he didn't even see him because it was like dark he walked in his front yard pistol whipped him like kind of knocked him out like pretty bad i mean he's i think he lost vision in his eye and everything mm. from it um and go tries to run into the house right and and he the husband is disoriented trying to get him mm-hmm. but the wife saw the wife saw the dude attack the husband mm. so she goes and gets the ar-15 the dude walks in the house with the gun shoots at her misses she shoots him with the ar-15 he he runs out the house, but he dies in the front yard because she hit him. Oh, this is here. Here, here in Tampa. Oh. She hit him. So he runs out. Police get there. They interview him, interview the husband. Here's the husband, blind in one eye, mm. swollen. He was like, if it wasn't for my wife, first of all, if it wasn't for my wife actually seeing what was happening, mm-hmm. he probably would have came into the house and Lord knows what, because he actually came into the house shooting at her. He didn't mm. even like, and she, I think that he saw her and shot. She didn't have the gun yet. When she, when he shot at her, I think she went and got it. Mm. Then she came back and shot him. Mm. So you don't hear about those stories right. though. Right. You know what I'm saying? You right. don't, you don't hear about those stories. So yeah, make that go viral. Right. right. <laughs> make right. those but, stories go so viral. So I'm all for that. Like I'm all for like, uh, protecting, I, like I have friends that were anti-gun until like stuff happened with their family, and they were mm-hmm. like, "Man, my I, I, one friend just told me he's 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 been asking me some stuff about guns because something happened with him and his family and his wife, and his wife didn't have a means to protect herself, and he was just like, I I didn't you know know what to do, and so um, I am all for folks being armed, but just being responsible. Yeah. I, I I would hope that the states would start giving more. Um, 
some kind of some I, I honestly think that there should be more mandates around before you get your 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 firearm that you have to take some classes i know that that's never that's how it's happen. In, Cal in california really? yeah, yeah i wish yeah, it would yeah. be like that everywhere like yeah, you well, cannot get you, you can't mean, get you a can conceal get, and carry without going through yeah training you have to go through training here too yeah. to get your concealed okay. weapons permit but it's literally just you sitting through a two-hour uh, two-hour lecture and signing some papers at the end i wish it was more extensive like we need to have you shoot firearms yeah, yeah, yeah. this needs to be like a two-week long training to make right. sure that you're proficient with it because right. it is very easy to get a concealed weapons permit here in florida and right. you can know nothing about gun safety yeah. at all bro so so yeah but that's to, take a whole us, story. to take us out there's going to be people that are going to say man y'all talked a lot of, a lot about a lot y'all talked about the macro issues dealing to this society the state of the union you're talking about self-defense you're talking about right. firearms you talk about politics right um brother we should just preach the gospel <laughs> Right. Like, yeah. let's just preach the gospel. Right. Let's just it's just, you know, this all of this distracts mm -hmm. from mm -hmm. being called to be ministers right. of reconciliation. Right. You know what I mean? And uh, and I have my my opinions on that. But I wanted to to, to kind of give as we as we start wrapping right. to give you the floor. Like, why, why do you think that's a that's a uh, incomplete? or yeah. unhelpful view yeah. when it comes to all of these things that, that people are really dealing with and thinking about yeah. and trying to process. Usually the, the, the thing that bothers me about that sentiment is that I feel like it's usually just a silencing tactic because I usually only hear people say just preach the gospel when you start talking about race mm. and justice. Mm. Um, usually when folks are start talking about like abortion mm -hmm. um, and when uh, folks start talking about uh, you know other freedoms like freedom of speech I don't usually hear people come into the conversation and say why are we talking about uh, abortion and all this stuff just preach the gospel yeah. right yeah. the the fact of the matter is the gospel is social. And what I mean by that is that the gospel is what we contextualize the gospel to our social situations mm. in a sense that the gospel has something to say about what is happening within society. Mm. And and we see that in, in the scriptures. Like Jesus wasn't just only preaching the gospel. Mm. Jesus was also defying and undermining a lot of harmful social institutions at the time, either directly or by his action. Mm. And so, so I think that when you see Jesus at the well with the Samaritan woman, you have the disciples that come back and say, yo, what? You know, they're talking to each other. The scripture says like, yo, why is he at the well with this, mm -hmm. with this woman? Right. Mm -hmm. The reason that you see that is because they're living in a patriarchal society. Jesus being seen with this woman at this mm -hmm. well would be seen as something that's, first of all, they're like, this woman is a fast woman. Mm -hmm. Um, and why would someone like Jesus be at the well with this woman alone? Like it's just big patriarchal society, mm -hmm. but here Jesus is breaking the stereotype, mm. right? By actually being at the well alone with her talking mm. to her, right? And in him doing that, he is saying something about the patriarchal society at the time that says that you can't be at the well with a woman alone mm -hmm. and that you're assuming all these bad things about this woman, mm. right? And so um, I think that the, the, the Bible says something to our society, like we, the, the scripture, the gospel has something to say. And so when folks say just preach the gospel, it's very dismissive. And yeah. I also say, what does that mean? Yeah, yeah. What does that mean? Does that mean that when someone is talking to you about, hey, um, my Christian husband was pulled over by the police last night. They assumed that he was selling drugs. This has happened to a friend of mine. It's happened to me too, but this is a different story. A friend of mine, they pull him, him and my Christian brother out of the car, put AR-15 rifle to the back of their neck, put them on the ground, mm. rip the car apart because they believe that they're trafficking narcotics. And they say, oh, well, we didn't find no drugs and we think that y'all might be the wrong guy. So whatever, just have a nice day. No mm. apology, nothing like that. Mm. When Christians are coming to come in and talking about that, are you gonna? And they're saying like, "What does this mean? How? How? What? what how do this, I process? How do this? I process yeah. this as yeah. a Christian yeah. that this clearly had some type of bias in it? How do I process this? You're gonna come to him and say, "Don't worry about processing that, brother. Just preach the, the life, death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. That's all that matters." Yeah. yeah. I, I I don't think that that is. First of all, we don't see that in Scripture. Yeah. It's not when when you have James saying to the 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 believers, "Hey, don't be biased towards the rich, bro." Yeah, yeah. And no, no and, and one of the things that Jesus that James says about partiality in the book of James that people skip over is that James literally says to the Christians, "Hey, you know that the rich are the ones that are dragging y'all to court." Mm. 
and bringing and, and bringing cases against y'all and taking y'all money and mm-hmm. unjustly. Why are y'all favoring them and giving them seats over everyone, right, treating them with right, yeah. you know with with uh why why are you treating your poor brothers different than you're treating your rich brothers? The ones who are dragging you to court mm-hmm. that's a social piece, mm-hmm. right? When you have Jesus, when you have when you have Yahweh saying in Isaiah your prayers. Your, your festivities, all that stuff stink to me. Your new mood, all of, the, all of these things that you're doing, I don't want to hear it because you have blood on your hands because you are not correcting oppression. He literally says, correct oppression in mm. Isaiah, mm. right? And he says, because you are all not correcting oppression and you're actually perpetuating oppression, mm. all of your religious zeal yep. all of your religious practices your going to church your reading scripture you're talking about how much you love the law of god your yeah. sacrifices mean nothing yeah you know why because you're not loving your neighbor Come properly on. socially yeah he didn't that's not just a preach the gospel piece part of the gospel is loving love your, your neighbor, neighbor as you so. love yourself Come on. that's what you we would yeah. claim we claim abortion right yeah. we talk about why we're against babies being killed in the womb right. so when we're talking about other acts yeah. of loving neighbor Come on. No one usually pulls the just preach the gospel card out until we start talking about race. Yeah. And yeah. or until we start talking about justice or yep. maybe guns, yep. right? Yep. Um and and so I believe that folks have to kind of check where that's coming from and check what you mean by that. And also, do you just preach the gospel? Cuz you were just saying to me just pre- just preach the gospel, but then you were also on your on your Twitter, you know, talking about how amazing Donald Trump is mm. or how terrible Joe Biden is. Mm-hmm. Is that just preaching the gospel? Right. You know what? Why are you talking about Sleepy Joe and 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 saying stuff about uh, Kamala Harris, and then why are you not just preaching the gospel, right? You know what I'm saying. So I think that it's usually used as a dismissive tactic, um, and and um, and I and I and I honestly think that uh, a lot of folks don't even know what they kind of mean by that. What they're just trying to say is like essentially bury your your head in the sand, Mm. don't be involved in any kind of social. Um, issues yeah. just preach the life, death, burial, resurrection of Jesus, and ignore everything else. Yeah, and and I and I think that that's not a biblical take on how and, we engage culture and society. Yeah, and I think different people have different positions to engage culture in different ways. Right, you guys do that with mm-hmm. Salsa Rabbi. The the, the mm-hmm. podcast I think is super dope. Obviously, yeah. KB does that through his music. I do that a bit through my channel. I think also for me, uh, something that I've I find near and dear is like equipping and empowering people. Um, to go out and get it, you right. know what I'm saying? To understand, hey, like we finna, we finna do kingdom capitalism. Amen. You know yes, what I mean? Kingdom and, and cap- I love that kingdom we, capitalism. We, we funded it. We finna do it, and 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 why? Because I was reading this passage, Ephesians four twenty eight, and he says, "Let him who still still no longer, but work with his hands, making himself helpful, yes, so that he may share with, with those, those in need. need." Yes. And I said, "Man, I was a thief pre Christ. Mm-hmm. I got arrested at eleven for breaking into houses. <laughs> oh, you know what I mean? And my entire paradigm shifted when I said, I, I have to, I have to work with my own hands, mm-hmm. right? Make myself useful, right? So that when when the flourishing and the abundance comes, because I'm living God's way." That I can share with those in need. Right. That I could that 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 like we're the ones we're waiting for. Right. You know what I'm saying? When uh, I read Matthew chapter 25 and Jesus goes from the parable of the talents, which we love to talk about in capitalism, but they don't read the the story right after that, which right. is the least of these. Yes. Yo, be a good steward because on the last days, I'm gonna tell you, jokers, you didn't feed, you know, right. I, when you when you fed the poor, when you did all you did them to me. Right. And so I think there's this macro mm. example of like, yo, um, I'm not holding my breath for elected officials to fix any of this. Absolutely not. I think Christians need to fix it. Absolutely. And I think the way we fix it is by sharing with those in need, by creating opportunity for those in need, by listening and having dialogue like this, you know what I'm saying, yep. where, where we can sit, and this isn't a, 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 a eight-minute video. You absolutely know what I'm saying? This not. is a long, like, we got to sit and unpack these terms. Absolutely. The Proud Boys. Right. What is white supreme? Right. What does this look like? Right. What What is self-defense? Right. What is the wisdom Wait, here? Yeah. Right? And I think those are the, 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 the beautiful parts of the body of Christ. And so um, that's why I'm so, like, I'm a, like, I'm a fan for what you guys are doing. Oh I man, we're fans important. of you too, bro. And I and I send people you guys specifically the CRT series, <laughs> but I think your guys' takes on just about anything I think is just so thoughtful, man. So No, thank you. Um, I, we we really appreciate what you do too, man. I think all of the topics that you handle are amazing. I think that what you're doing is great work, bro. Like I watch your stuff. I, and of course, you're a friend of the pod, but I think that you're doing 
important important work for the kingdom bro yeah. and i really appreciate co-laboring alongside of you like Amen. you're you're definitely like someone that has encouraged us i yeah. think in this because you know when we start talking about all of this stuff we could get some of the same hate you get like right, right, right. and people like oh you're a marxist right, oh right, you're right. just you just you guys are just deceived by crt yeah. oh you guys are communists yeah. uh, the, the marxists and communists is the most hilarious part. like well, do y'all know i wish they could see all, what was on they, the other side of this that, when they say yeah. that to you <laughs> first of all if you say it to me i'm like okay whatever but yeah. when they say it to you, yeah. it makes me laugh. It's funny. I'm like, bro, it's funny. do you not know his background? But, 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 but when they say it to you guys, it makes me laugh. Because what they can't see on the other side of this camera right. is a warehouse For from a company called Native Supply that hires people and builds... It's so weird that folks it's think that we are like... not. First of all, it's so weird that folks think that we are anti-capitalist. Right. <laughs> that is the weirdest thing in the freaking world. It's so weird that, like you said, people think we're Marxist. Yeah. Like, what... What about us has said yeah. that? Nothing other than that we agree that white supremacy is a problem and yeah. that injustices against black lives is a problem. So that, that, that now oh. automatically makes us yep. Marxist and stuff. But I think that, yeah, like you said, we are all about kingdom capitalism. Amen. We're all about empowerment. We're all about like people being entrepreneurial. Amen. You know what I'm saying? And entrepreneurial doesn't mean that you have to own your own business, but you can be entrepreneurial within a business. Intrapreneur. Right? Yeah, intrapreneurial, which yeah. is the, I love that term. Yeah. You can be intrapreneurial. We're all about that. And then building building these things for the kingdom man like that's yeah, what we want to do and like you said i believe that it's not us putting our trust in any politician to get things done like they are not going to do it they can't do it we can work alongside we can be co-belligerent which i believe in co-belligerence on both sides of the yep. political spectrum yep. but they are not our hope our hope is in the lord jesus christ Amen. and what he is doing through us what Amen. he's doing through us in culture man Amen. guys make sure you subscribe to Southside. Rabbi, um, I'm so grateful for these brothers that will be on the channel again. Thank you so much for watching this video. If you found it valuable, make sure you hit the like, subscribe button. Love you guys. Peace. Peace.